Hello and welcome to this week's episode of She Dares Woman podcast. My name is Kome Olori, founder of She Dares to Succeed Worldwide. I hope that you are having a spectacular day and I am happy that you have taken the time to listen to this episode. Today I am joined by the beautiful Nello Okeke. Nello is a wife, a mom and a full-time YouTuber and beauty influencer. Four years ago, Nello started her YouTube channel by putting out content that she thought was lacking on the YouTube platform. And since then, she has grown her followership to over 50,000 subscribers on YouTube. And she now lives as a full-time content creator based in Nigeria. And together, we talk about what it really means to make money on YouTube. And Nello shares a lot of secrets on how to go from being a small YouTuber to really blowing up on the platform. So maybe you are listening to this and you have been thinking about how to start a business from home. But also maybe you are curious about what it means to be a YouTuber and the business of YouTube. Whichever one applies to you, I hope that you stay tuned to this episode and that you really enjoy the content. So are you ready? Let's go. So hi Nello, how are you doing? Thank you so much for joining me. Hi. Are you doing great tonight? I'm happy to feeling? be here. I'm doing fine and I'm happy to actually be here. It's great to have you. So tonight we're going to be talking a lot about YouTube, the business of YouTube. But most importantly, I'm very interested in your story, in your journey mm-hmm. on of how you you know, got started on YouTube because I, I feel like I've been watching you for such a long time and literally watching your channel blow up and blow up, even though I know you say um, your channel hasn't Not blown. blown. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Um, we're, we're working together. Okay. Well, to people who have a smaller subscriber count, you know, watching a channel like yours, you're like, oh, I knew when she had like 10K subscribers and now she has over 50K. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, God, there is hope. Oh. Um, so I want to talk to you a lot about your experience. So the first question really is, yeah. what prompted you to get started on YouTube? Like, why? <laughs> it's a funny story. So I have two stats when it comes to YouTube. I actually created my channel like maybe 2012, 2011. I'm not sure. And then I, I think I put out about five videos, but just for fun, random videos of me doing what I don't know, just for fun. <laughs> and then after that, I just didn't put out videos till 2016, which is what I officially consider my start. Okay. Is what I consider the start of my journey okay. because that was when I decided to become a YouTuber. And what prompted me to start YouTube is a funny story. I was like, I'm, I don't say I am, I was a makeup artist. So I used to do makeup on people and every time I go, go for jobs, they ask, do you know how to tie gilly? And I didn't know how to tie gilly. So I went on YouTube to learn how to tie gilly and I couldn't find any reasonable gilly tutorial. Like literally they will start and then forward it so much that you don't get anything. Like there was nothing I could find then back then on YouTube. So I took it upon myself to learn how to tie gilly and I finally learned how to tie gilly. And my first video then was a gilly tutorial where i taught people how to tie gilly and yeah it was just what god wanted for me because luckily the video kind of took off and i think it has about 1.7 million views now and it was my start to youtube do you know that it is interesting that you tell this story first because guess what you see that video 
that you're talking about how to yeah. tie gilly that was one of the insp my inspirations to get started on youtube because my dad not me no way. um i hate gilly for for a fact but my dad was the first person who saw that video and said what's this lady teaching to tie gilly don't people know how to tie gilly and then he sent me that video and do you know now you look very different from that girl that was in that video yes but I the interesting thing is yeah but the interesting thing is i watched that video and i was like oh my god i think at that point it was like one million views on the video so i watched it and i was like oh my god just um tying gilly and this lady has literally blown yeah. so obviously i didn't understand that that was not the norm on youtube but i thank god i saw that video so i'm so happy that you shared that story it is such an interesting video as in it wasn't anything special sorry i'm not knocking your work but it wasn't something that you would watch no, and you'd be I like, it's not something that you watch and be like oh she's teaching me how That's to invent YouTube. something <laughs> it was beautiful to see the growth so in fact you know what i like that story but from there what happened why did you keep going was it just because of the success of that video no, the funny thing is that that video wasn't automatically successful. Like, it grew over time. You know, it was during Christmas. I think I, I put out that video in November. So people were, you know, Christmas parties and people were tying gilly. Then, um, auto gilly wasn't even a thing. So everybody had to physically tie their gilly. So the video kind of took off. And um, not, well, for me then, seeing that I had a hundred and, I think 150, 50 something subscribers before that video, so when the video got to like a thousand views and then two thousand views, five thousand views, I was, in fact, my happiness was out of this world, you know, and that's you know under the comment section people kept commenting, show us show us how to tie it on yourself because actually in that video I used the model, so show us how to tie it on yourself, and then that was like okay another video I can make, and then I made another video showing how to tie it on myself. And people also liked that one. And I just continued from there. I just started putting out other videos of tying different styles of gilly. And I was, some of these things I couldn't even do. I had to go learn it just to come wow. teach people on YouTube. From there, I was really a makeup artist. So I started doing makeup as well. I don't know. I just found myself enjoying the whole process. And I just continued. So that video was kind of like a turning point for me. Wonderful. In fact, fantastic. Wonderful doesn't even describe it um so <laughs> question at what point did you realize that um this thing has gone beyond a hobby this is turning into a business i would say at the beginning at the very beginning the thing is like i said i opened my channel like 2011 2012 i'm not sure so by the time i came back to youtube 2016 even though i didn't come like when i put out that video i it was even out of anger because I couldn't find that kind of tutorial on YouTube. You know, I couldn't find it on YouTube. So like, how would it be on, on YouTube? So I had to put out my own. So, but the thing is, because I wasn't like, even though I was new to personal content, I watch YouTube a lot. I already know, and I had friends that were already making money on YouTube. So I knew it was a thing that could happen. But soon as I had a hundred or something subscribers, it never even occurred to me. But luckily for me, I quickly got to like maybe 3,000 subscribers from that one video and, you know, applied for monetization literally maybe like a month after I put out that video or something. And I got monetized and I started making money on YouTube. It wasn't a lot of money at first, yes, but at least I started making money on YouTube. So then it wasn't like a career, it was just a hobby. It was just a hobby. 
Do you remember what your first um, paycheck was? Paycheck was. I can't remember, but I know is less. I think it's it's around three hundred dollars. It might have wow. been two hundred and ninety or two seventy or something, but close to three hundred dollars. How did you feel? I mean, this is three hundred dollars in Nigeria. I was happy. <laughs> yes, I was like to me, it felt like free money. That was how I used to see it then, because like I said, it was just I was having fun and just trying to teach people something or just enjoy myself. I wasn't looking at YouTube as a job then. Uh So then YouTube was just pure hobby for me. I would never go out of my way to do something. I I clearly did it because I just felt like it and I had the time. So when I received the money, it felt like free money. Like I didn't see it as money that I worked for. So that was the best part about good old days. I used to see the money like free money because I mean, you know, I was surviving without it, so it was just bonus money for me. <laughs> yes, I understand. Okay, so let me ask you, um, since that check, you know, the first okay. one came in, and obviously more checks have been coming, do you think that your view of what you do as a content creator on YouTube, do you think it has changed? No, not one bit. So do you still do it? Actually, no, what am I saying? I feel like it has changed, okay. but changed for the better because at first I didn't really have even though I was doing it it wasn't because I loved it because I just started it mm-hmm. you know but it kind of grew on me I fell in love with YouTube slowly now I do YouTube clearly because I love YouTube like I literally can't see myself doing any other thing there are so many other things I do but like I can't see myself not doing YouTube you know I love YouTube so I fell in love with YouTube gradually Wow. At first, I would say I was in love, but now, clearly, obviously. Um, so, so let me, let me do it for fun. what you said. So the, in the beginning, it was more because you couldn't find what you were looking for. So you started creating content. Yeah. And then after creating yeah, so content, and that one video blew up, then you saw that, oh, there's an opportunity here. So you started yeah. doing more, putting out more content. And then gradually, started, okay. you know, it was picking up and then money started coming in and you started thinking, okay, so... Is this, a, is, this a, is this a love relationship born out of the money? You know, did you start no. seeing the income and feel like, like I okay, said, I want to continue getting this? No, the money I was getting then, it was bonus money for me, but it was bonus money that could buy me nothing important, to be honest. Those, like, I, I've talked about this several on my channel. I used to go, like, like, a, like I'll get, you know, to get paid on YouTube, you have to... Um, you have to make $100 in a month. So then, because of that video, kind of took off the first month. I got like close to $300 the first month. The second month, I think it was still $200. And then subsequently, I thought that some months would go by and I won't get paid because I didn't mm. reach the $100 threshold. And I was still putting out content consistently, you know. Wow. And then, you know, sometimes two months, I might make only $50 this month. And then the next month, I make $90 um, maybe even less or whatever. Sometimes I went two months without getting paid and it didn't change anything for me. Maybe because of my mindset then that this was just free money. So whenever I come, I'm happy. Mm. I wasn't doing it because of the money. I just saw the money as a bonus that came with doing YouTube. Yeah. I like your story. It's a good month without getting paid. Wow. (laughs) I love your story. What were your friends and family thinking when you were showing up consistently on YouTube? 
they ha have always been supportive and in fact it, it motivates a lot of my friends and family in fact almost all my family members are becoming youtubers oh gradually. my day <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah my sister is a youtuber now and i have cousins that are youtubers and and nobody only, ever said to um, you that go and get a real job no nobody like my dad doesn't really understand the concept of youtube yet so <laughs> After four days, years, when I try to explain to him, no, now he does. No, now, oh, now he likes money, he's an evil man. So now, all he cares about are you making money every month? Yes, how much are you making every month? I tell him, like, okay, okay, it's a good job, it's a good job. Oh, wow. But then, um, then he was like, So, you mean to tell me that you went to school, you went abroad, you got your master's degree, I just want to sit down at home making videos on your phone. Like, he didn't get the fact that I didn't want to go and get like a real job, according to him. But yeah. it wasn't, it was the right problem. It's just maybe when we're having a conversation, he would just find a way to kind of chip it in. Just and put I just it there. Like, just leave it. <laughs> oh. uh -huh. I'm like, just leave it. You don't understand. See how much I made this month. See how much this brand paid me to do this thing. Whenever he hears the money part, he's like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but he has come around. Fantastic. So, yeah, everybody has, everybody always supported me from the beginning. So you've mentioned two things I want to dive into quickly. So first of all, you have a first degree in what discipline? Economics. And a master's in um, business and management. Oh my days! What university in the UK did you go to? DMU in Leicester, the Montfort University in Leicester. So now, do you know what I'm asking? Because I'm thinking that you know, obviously, you've gone a very lucrative, well, lucrative career path that should have led you into corporate world. Did you ever try? Did you ever try to be a corporate did. girl? Did you mm -hmm. enjoy I it? I had one corporate job. No, not for one day. God, I was miserable. Not for one day. I think I just did that for my parents or something. Just because after, you know, masters, they've tried. You just want to at least put in efforts and try and work for a little bit. But that didn't last. It did not last. I had to quit. I quit the job. No. It wasn't for me. And you know, the thing is right from school, right from when I was in school, I, I'm a business person. And I don't even know why my parents are even surprised. My mom is not surprised. She has always known. My dad was a bit surprised, which is funny because he's a businessman and I got that from him, I guess. <laughs> so um, I've always been a business person in school. I was always selling something, offering my service. When I was doing my master's, I used to make hair for money. I used to sell things. I used to cook. Like I was doing anything I could for money. So and it has always worked out for me, you know. I'm just a business person at heart. I find it very interesting that a lot of the people that I have met that have YouTube channels all start from a place of, I love business. And then yeah. that's even before they turn YouTube into a business. But do you know one mm. video of yours that I watched was when you said selling, please correct me if I'm wrong, but you said um, you were talking about teaching people, you know, um, shooting videos and you were telling them to buy was it backdrops um yeah in your youtube video and i and then i wasn't even monetized on youtube and you know i was looking watching that video with new eyes and saying look this lady has managed to get people to fall in love with her and in the process without looking <laughs> like you are selling you were selling to them and yeah. I, I want to talk about that. You know, how is it possible for somebody to go from showing people gele and makeup and talking about your family life? I enjoy <laughs> watching a lot of your family life. Um, and this is me yeah. coming. So just imagine that um, this is me watching your family life. And then you're talking about different things and different aspects of business. But how are you able to do it to go from 
you know, just creating content that people love to also getting them to buy from you? I think it's easy. It's easy because as much as I influence people, I also get influenced that way. So that's how I know it's easy. Like just, <laughs> I don't know how to explain this, but people just fall in love with you and with, with you as long as you're true to yourself. I think people kind of see through us on this YouTube world. Some people don't, but I feel like most people see through YouTubers, you know. I have YouTubers that I love so much and see. They come out here and sell me used um, rubber slippers. I'm going to buy it just to support them, you know. That's the fact. So I feel like that's just the advantage of growing a community. So you were saying something about how it's easy to get people to fall in love yeah, with you and like, then buy from you. Yeah, like... It's not like it's easy to get them to fall in love with me. By being myself, by being authentic, people just see through that and they kind of start trusting you and start liking you. You know, they just kind of build this connection with you. So when you're introducing them to a product, that's why brands use influencers as well. You know, when you come out and introduce them to a product, they feel like they trust you enough or they know you enough to know that you're showing them something good and something mm. you trust. So I feel like that's why... I was able to do that, you know, and why I'm like some influencers are able to work with brands because I get influenced a lot more than I influence. I believe I get influenced more than I influence. Like literally, I've bought it all. I'm like, there's nothing I've not bought, you know, and I've never actually regretted any purchase. That's the thing. So yeah. Okay, let's unpack the business of YouTube just a little bit. So for somebody who wants to get started on YouTube now, right? Person is watching Nilo and saying. I know when Nelo started, I started watching her. She's blown up on YouTube. She's now an influencer. I mean, you're considered an influencer now. You've left the category of micro. You are now an influencer. Like, how do I do this? What's the first thing you would say to the person? This is tough. There are so many things to say. But the first thing is obviously to start if you've not started. Because you can't get anywhere if you don't start. But let's assume you've started and you're just feeling like, when will I get here? How will I do this? The simple answer, which we've all heard two billion times, is be consistent. You know, be authentic, be yourself and be consistent, be original, be consistent. I think these are the things that helped me the most because whenever people are commenting about how much they love me, it's always like, I love how original you are, I love how real you are, I love how you're always yourself. <clears throat> Excuse me. Those are the things that people like um if i if i come out to my, come on my channel every day and i'm trying to like fake it and just live a fake life and start speaking for help and down i just start doing things people will kind of see through that and it'll put them off so always be authentic original and be consistent consistency is the most important like my growth on youtube it didn't have obviously i've been here four years and i'm still growing so it's roughly about twelve thousand subscribers again every year which to be honest, it's small in my books, if you ask me. Um, some people start YouTube the same year and, you know, they can get to 500,000 the same year. So for me, I know that my growth is solely on hard work and consistency because it's slow, but also steady, you know, slow and steady. So consistency definitely is working for me, has been working for me. So that's the advice I'll give the person. Does it matter what... And to be Mm -hmm. does it matter what niche the person chooses it does i'm not going to lie and say it doesn't it does like i was talking to someone today like uh, the class i'm currently having and you know her videos just 
she makes videos just for new moms how to win your baby which in fact it's not even just new moms okay you know how the world is there's girl male and female so now you've um limited your videos to only females and inside that females you've limited it to only mothers and inside that mothers you've also oh, limited it to only new mothers you get what i mean so your reach is definitely way tinier than oh. comedians that make videos for everybody no matter the age range or whatever so the niche you choose is definitely important because that kind of video is going to be very hard to to, for the channel to take off, you know, it's part of what we discussed today, ways to in, introduce other things that will attract a wide range of audience, not just new moms, because even among those new moms, there's only a selected few that care about, you know, videos like that, so your niche definitely matters, so even me particularly, like I'm a vlogger and I do family vlogs, it's not even the kind of niche that men are interested in, so that is already limiting to me, or it's something I'm still working on. Okay. How about location? So for, especially, um, I think on your channel now, I see a lot of sisters, you know, commenting and I know that, okay, these are African women, regardless of where they are. And some people just enjoy, mm -hmm. you know, the authenticity of your family life. Even like when you were talking about your help and, you know, people saying, oh, don't call her a help and all that, you know, don't call her that, you know. Um, mm -hmm. Do you think that it also depends on your look, the location of your viewers? Um, if you were, for example, in the States, do you think that you'll be making more money or you'll have a wider reach or whatever on YouTube? To be honest, I feel like Nigeria is working for me. I don't think I'll have more range or wider audience in, in, in America as a Nigerian, mm. you know. Um, <laughs> it's a simple truth. Um, as a Nigerian, I don't think, I, like, how many actual Nigerians are really doing very well as YouTubers? Not people that that are from like not people um, that are Nigerians by you know because of their appearance. They're not those ones. I mean, people like us that we live all our lives here. I'm sorry, I have to laugh. That is so interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that is like, a very interesting description. Yeah, like. But no, I understand what you mean. You know, so the thing is, um, Nigeria is working for me. Like, I, when people, to explain this better, let me just use Dangote, for example. Imagine if Dangote is, is making cement in America. Who's going to buy it? Who cares? Like, they don't even, they build a house with woods, mostly, and just, I don't know what. But basically, he won't be Dangote today. So for some of us, Nigeria, Africa, it just helps us because um, we're from here, we connect with the people here. And you know, the funny thing is, even though I, most of my viewers live in Nigeria, let's say 50% of them live in Nigeria, and then about 30% in America, and then other countries, it's still Nigerians. Mm. And another reason why I feel like Nigerians living in Nigeria, they're actually growing and doing better now is because Nigerians in diaspora, they're watching us, you know, missing home, and just watching us and trying to, you know, get that Nigerian feel from our videos. But imagine if we all moved over there, then there's nothing to watch yes. again. So point is, I feel like Nigeria is working for, for me, especially. I, I will never even move out of Nigeria. Should I go? 
So you yeah. know what I, why I was asking because I'm sure that some people will watch this um, interview and they will be like, "Oh, I live in Nigeria. I feel like you know it's saturated or it's difficult to make it on YouTube because I live in Nigeria, or who's going to watch my content because I live in Nigeria." And to be fair, you are very correct about very few um, Nigerian YouTubers. Um, so you would say to all those people that feel like, oh, you know, Nigeria is saturated. I can't do this. I can't do that. What well, that it, that is not true, right? It's beneficial it's to true. also no be in Nigeria. No, no matter even the career path you choose, no matter where you go, people, hundreds of, and thousands of people are already doing that thing before you. But it's not like to stop you, to be honest. It's not even something I think about, not at all. So you can make it anywhere, but... For me, I feel like there's a higher chance of making it down here in Nigeria. Because Nigerians can already relate with you. Like, I don't know any reason why, like, a white person should watch my video. Or, or I don't even, not even just why, or a, like a Mexican or Jamaican or whichever country, you know. I'm more relatable to Nigerians and they're my target audience. Fantastic. So. Fantastic. I like that. Can we talk about the income on YouTube? Can you tell us just a little bit, I mean, not your check, what's the most lucrative um, means of making money on YouTube? See, you're already smiling. The smile changed. Let me show you. So initially your face was straight. And then when I said, what's the most lucrative? Nelly went like this. <laughs> like the smile was different. <laughs> oh my God. No, like YouTube is, is a good sort of income. Um, the most lucrative is definitely going to be sponsored videos. Okay. Yeah, I like sponsored videos a lot. <laughs> Does it matter if most you... of my mm -hmm. income comes from sponsored videos, not actually the actual YouTube you. videos? I see. Yeah. That's actually interesting, and you know that's mm -hmm. such an interesting, very important information you just dropped because you know when you're getting started on youtube and you're getting monetized a lot of the time your mind is you know really focused on i need to get monetized because of adsense i need to get monetized because of adsense yeah. but then if you are saying that the, amount the of money that come out from adsense is so tiny especially like when you start out it's, it's so tiny <laughs> exactly so if you're saying that um, sponsored posts make you more money so why is it that people are concentrating on adsense is there anything you can do i say like they don't know that's why they focus exactly. more on adsense it doesn't mean i don't focus on adsense i enjoy adsense money like i love adsense money for me now adsense money is a lot of money but um starting out adsense no and i feel like that's re the reason a lot of youtubers make mistakes i've seen a lot of channels that they've lost their ways they don't know what they're on youtube for because they just want to make anyhow videos or dramatic videos or any type of video that that will get views or that will blow in their term or just do any i don't use i don't use bad words but basically <laughs> do any nonsense just to get views for one video realizing that that one video is basically killing your brand it's killing your image and some people do this over and over again they put out a series of dramatic videos and it's just killing your brand so by doing that like as a brand i would never work with you no brand will even ever want to work with you you know a, a serious brand cannot associate themselves with you so i feel like people do that because they don't actually know that brand deals and brand um, collaborations 
it's the main source of income for YouTubers. Like, like this month already, for example, um, three spots I've made, I don't know how many sponsor videos I've made this month, maybe four or five at this point. And three of those videos alone is already more than, like what I'll make from three of those videos, sometimes even two of those videos is more than the money I'll get from AdSense for the whole month. Wow. Okay. Um, I want to ask you, Nello. You know, you've just you've just blown the, the lead off the truth. It's not about AdSense. Sometimes sponsored posts are very lucrative too, um, for a YouTuber. But I want you to give a little bit more information, especially for those people who are getting started and the small YouTubers who will watch this. That is there anything you can do? as a small YouTuber or somebody just getting started that would attract, you know, the brands to your channel or get you seen or, you know, open the door for all of these opportunities that you were talking about? Um, yeah, there are a few things you can do. That's the truth. For me, what worked for me was being responsible. By responsible, I don't mean like character-wise, it's like being responsible about your channel, like, being careful about what I post, being intentional about the videos I make. Mm. So from doing my research, I found out that um, if you want to attract a brand, you have to kind of make the kind of videos that those brands want. Mm. For example, let's say I want to work with a skincare brand, for example, and I go on YouTube and type the name of the brand and I see the videos that other people have done for the brand. I kind of mimic that kind of video and put it out on my channel. Like mm. from time to time, I'll just put it out because best believe these brands, they have it. They have teams, you know, that come and search on YouTube, um, trying to find new influencers to work with. Mm. So some brands that I've attracted, that's exactly how I attracted them. And I also advise my friends to do that. And it worked. For example, I work with a lot of hair brands. This one I'm currently wearing now is a sponsored video that I did. The video actually just went up today. So what, um, like what I did, luckily i had a sponsored video like uh, around christmas a hair brand so once i put out that video because of that one video all those other brands they saw that video they liked it and i think from that one video i got like another 10 sponsored videos uh, sponsored hair videos i'm still yet to film i think i put up three at this point and i still have like seven that i've not filmed i'm sure from my so face you can tell i'm shocked saying, wow <laughs> yeah that's how it works that's the truth at this point i have to i have to kind of say no till i finish the till i finish releasing the ones that i've already received but um yeah so that's how it works even my friends that i introduced this to you know i tell them make the video how these companies like it don't make it how you like it no they are paying you, so they don't want it how you like it. Make it how these companies want it. Use the correct hashtags, the correct titles, put it out there, and hopefully someone from their team will find you. Someone from another company that likes the same kind of video will find you. So that's one great tip I feel like everyone should know. It works. How it much really potentially can somebody earn from a sponsored post? I'm not saying you, just, you know, generally, just to give an idea of what, I mean, how much could I make from a sponsored post? Let's put it like that. With how many subscribers? Okay, so right now I think I have two thousand one hundred subscribers, for example. So, at two thousand one hundred, I was just collecting things for free. Nobody was paying me anything. 
Yes. <laughs> no, seriously, no, I want seriously. I want you to but educate the, truth the that, viewers. No, but now you can actually make money no matter how little. Yes. Yes. So imagine, so let's up it. Say at 10,000 okay. subscribers. Okay, so let me say from my own experience, okay? I can't talk for any other person, but like even, you know, that's the thing. That's another reason why I'm having all these classes because I didn't know a lot of things. At 10,000 subscribers, people will still offer me things for free and I'll just collect it and I won't even charge them money for it. Um, obviously, that can't happen now. I'll just make the video and be happy. But um, at 10,000 subscribers, ideally, um, <laughs> I don't know. You can, depending on the brand you're working with, okay. Let me explain this. That's why when people when we say things like, oh, I'm not sure, I don't know, it makes a lot of sense. For example, if I'm working with a hair band that is sell, you know, hair, $100, $70, $120, the money I charge them for a sponsored video is not the same thing as if I'm working with a brand that, let's say, I'm promoting and the price of their products is $500, $1,000 a piece, you know. So if I'm willing to charge the hair brand, let's say $500, for example, at least it makes sense. But imagine charging somebody that is selling a product the same $500 and with one sale, they've already, like, they like you're undercharging, like you're undercharging them. It's just, it's, you know, you get the, I don't, I don't think I have to explain any further. So just that's how it works. So, but the thing is that this company is actually, you know, so they come to you with an offer. If it's not okay for you, then you guys will negotiate. And if you don't want, then... No, in fact, I think we've talked so much about um, this business of YouTube, making money from your home with YouTube. I feel like you've dropped so many wonderful nuggets, so much information in just this very <laughs> short video. I want to say thank you, first of all. Um, I have just one more question. In fact, before I go into this question, let me do a little, fam a little bit of farming. So I saw your video with Wodemaya and I okay. thought... Ah, uh, I've been watching what they um for in fact my daughter my daughter doesn't know his name, so she will say I am Maya. And we've been watching oh. him for so long. So he's one of those YouTubers that have just blown up. And so when I saw your yeah, video with has. him, I said, This is one person that she should come and tell me what Wade has taught her. So is there any secret sauce <laughs> that you can share with us? To be honest, like one thing I learned from Modemaya, not even this recent trip, when he came two years ago, that was actually when my channel started moving, like changing and growing rapidly, is just this consistency. Because before Modemaya, like I used to make videos like once a week, at the very most twice a week. And then he comes to Nigeria and he says like, he literally puts out videos like every other day, like today, tomorrow, sometimes just one day in between. And not just that he puts out easy videos like i don't say easy then sharp because now what, what he does now is not easy but then <clears throat> it was like you're passionate about something there's a topic you're passionate about just sit down and talk about it and he puts it up those kind of videos he was doing then so i'm like oh this is something i really like i don't have to go out of my way and mm. yeah it's i found it very easy to do then so it was after that trip that I started really being consistent. So if I learned something from him, it's hard work and consistency. How many videos a week do you put out now? This week, uh, this week right now, I've put out, today is 
Friday. I've put out four videos this week. That's and like, I have another video tomorrow. That's like a video every day. Yeah, something. For the past three days, it's been every day. How um, are you able to... I feel like this is a whole different video entirely. Please, if you can just, you know, help our viewers. In my job, I take it seriously. And I like money, <laughs> let me not lie. Money ah. is also part of the motivation. And you, if you go days without videos, it's like, let's say, you've been making money, you're, you're AdSense, you're seeing it climb, 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 and then you go like two days without a video, you just see the money going like this, like you're not making mm. much, and I don't like to see that line. I'd rather it stays like this or it goes up. So <laughs> money is also a motivation. Um, yeah, like I set target for myself every month, how much I want to make that month. So what I normally do is I work so hard, sometimes like by 21st, 22nd, 23rd of the month, I've hit my target, and I just now relax for a week. By relaxing, I mean three videos a week instead of five or something, or two videos a week instead of four. I do you shoot relax. videos every day? Almost every day, yeah. And you shoot the video every day and you edit it the same day and you upload it the same day? Yep. Wonderment. And it's just you working in this <laughs> business. Mm -hmm. You know what? I missed it. It's my job. Thank you so much for sharing that because, you know, one thing I know is that when you watch YouTubers, they look like they have such a fabulous life. Don't worry, I don't count myself as a YouTuber because I feel like with 2,000 subscribers, I've not, even, sta I'm not even started. Some people are hoping to get to 2K and get monetized, you know. We're all YouTubers, that's the truth. So I, I felt watch... like such a big YouTuber at 2,000 subscribers, mind you. <laughs> like, I felt so happy to have 2,000 oh subscribers. Oh my goodness, I am happy to have 2,000 subscribers. I'm happy to have all of them. Um, but I think that mm -hmm. it hasn't turned into a full-time job for me personally and yeah. maybe because i've always yeah. had my business strategy business and so i have always made you know more from helping people do their business yeah. than youtube but i'm just thinking that you know it's easy for us to watch other bigger youtubers like 50k upwards and think that they have such a glamorous like glamorous life and almost like almost like they don't do any work you know but to see you shooting videos every day editing the same day and uploading the same day yeah. is incredible children sometimes they are crying they are there. i'll come out i'll be like can i film this video in peace can i film in peace and then the shelter will not work i'll just start begging them okay let me finish i'll go and buy you ice cream can i just finish this video oh. in peace <laughs> like i negotiate with them and it's uh, it's what to do for me i just see it as normal to be honest i don't see it as stressful the videos i find stressful i don't even know they have, any video i have to put on makeup i find stressful that's the secret any video I have to put on makeup, I find stressful because the normal videos I put my vlogs and stuff, I don't, I just be myself. I don't have to put on makeup. Well, any video I have to put on makeup is what is actually stressful to me. But those are the paid videos. So it's worth it. <laughs> I know. Thank you so much. In fact, this has been a fantastic, lovely experience for me. I have enjoyed learning from you. I'm sure all the people that will see this video would also i hope that all of you you know appreciate the knowledge that nello has shared in this video it's not easy to come out and talk about your business and literally expose the secrets the in and out <laughs> of your business so please um if you watch this video leave it in the comments and say thank you nello this has been a you know a very lovely opportunity um nello you were telling me about thank your masterclass. You. is that something you want to tell the viewers about Oh yes, I have a masterclass going on now. It's a one-on-one -on -one class. 
um, where you kind of have access for a week where we get to discuss any and everything about YouTube, try and strategize to find ways to make your channel grow, try and find out what works for your channel. Because some people are actually on YouTube doing one thing without knowing that there are so many other things to explore or something else they could be doing that would be better for their channel or their personality, you know. So we just put heads together and find what works for you while also teaching you everything there is to learn about YouTube, all the things I've learned over the years. So yeah, I currently have a masterclass going on now. It's $100 and it's for a week. So guys, you hear that $100 for a week is literally like $20 every, every, it's not even up to $20 a day. And that is real good, you know, real good value for something that is going to literally change your income, enable you work from home, do something that you love, make money doing that thing because it's easy for you to have passion and not make money from it. Like we know a lot of broke passionate people. Thank okay. you, Nelo, so much for everything. Um, is there any last words you want to say to the viewers? Um, if I'd say anything, you will be keep going. If you're a YouTuber and you're watching this and you're feeling like down, you're feeling like your channel is not growing and you just look at People like me, even though I consider myself very small, but you look at people like me and say things like, you know, where will I get there? Trust me, sometimes it happens faster than you think. For some people, it literally takes one video. I know people last year that started the year at 10,000 and ended it at over 100K. You know, it just takes one video and you won't get that video if you stop or if you don't put in the work. So you just have to keep going. Thank you. That's really words of wisdom. Nelo, I appreciate <laughs> you. We're going to end the video. If you're still here, thank you for sticking with me till this point. I had a total blast recording this episode and I hope that you've had as much fun listening to it. Now, if you would like to reach out to me to discuss any aspects of the podcast or because you like the idea of being part of a community of women entrepreneurs who are creating their own success on a daily basis, why not reach out? Follow us on Instagram at she dares to succeed or visit our website at www.shidez2succeed.com and you can also subscribe to this podcast because a lot more will be coming your way. Until next podcast episode, have a blessed week ahead and take care of yourself. Don't forget to follow your dreams. Bye-bye.